evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcrap. It's okay. You can mess up, dude. We're on break. Spring break! break. It's spring break, dude. We're on vacation. Dude, that's why I'm drinking so much Bacardi. Yeah. I can't talk. It's because it's spring break. You lush. Oh, dude. (sighs) This Coke Zero is really going straight to my head. Woohoo! Yeah, so we're taking a break from horror movies today to do... Uh, our first bikini movie, Hard Bodies. It's a, it's a wonderful flick. It is a classic, and this is a this is one of our little special yearly deviations from the from the norm from the set pattern. Uh, We've done it once before, I think just once, right? Yeah, I guess we only did uh, Bone Alone. Bone, al- bone Alone, <laughs> aka Alone for Christmas, which is not a porno. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, no, there is a porno, porno called Bone Alone. Of course, there is. But this <laughs> this one, one was did. actually about a dog that talked. That's the one we did for Christmas after dark. Ooh, after dark. After talking, the podcast, after talking dark. dogs after dark, <laughs> sexy. Uh, this movie is weird. <laughs> it is weird. Uh, it's, I'm going to say the weirdest part of this movie, aside, okay, so obviously there's all the problematic stuff with that goes with any of these kind of any movies. Any of the 80s bikini movies. This, oh, yeah. I feel like this is one of the least problematic of the 80s. This is kind of why I chose it when we were, I was like, I want to do a bikini movie or some sort of like spring break thing. Yeah. And this seemed like the least problematic of a lot of them. And I was like, how about this? And you're like, uh, too voyeuristic. And I was like, how about this? And you're like, too misogynistic. And I was like, how about this? And you're like, little too rapey. And I was like, how about this? Oh, God. I mean, it really was a little bit like that. I mean, I did want to do... I'm definitely Mal- exaggerating. Yeah, no, but- no. I did want to do Malibu Bikini Shop. And you did get a copy of... If it weren't for the fact that the YouTube rip of... Uh, what the fuck is the movie that you got? Oh, you have to thank our listener for getting you a copy. Oh, of- yes. Thank you, Garrett, for, uh, for he ordered me a copy of uh, The Great Off-Road Bikini Adventure. The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure. So, yes, that that's, I haven't got it yet, so I was probably lying to me. I was considering doing that because I was, uh, I was like, oh, well, we should. But thank you so much, Garrett. But that rules. <laughs> and then I, uh, I did, I did look it up and I was like, oh, there's like the rip that was on YouTube. It was, uh, you couldn't even tell what was going on. Oh, really? It was so blurry. It was terrible. <laughs> so we decided to do Hard Bodies, and I think it was a good choice. So, yeah. So once you brought up the bikini movies, I actually ordered Bikini Car Wash Company 1 and 2. I got nice. those ones coming, too. And, but those uh, are from the 90s, man. That's not the... So then I started looking up bikini movies, and it it's infinite. Oh, it is. The amount of movies with bikini in the title... It's insane, let alone, I was just like, oh, these all look so stupid. Like, I want to get all of these. So many of them are out of print, and you can only find the DVDs now for, like, 70 bucks. So I don't know who's paying, like, 70 bucks for a Bikini Avengers DVD, but, like, they're out there. Uh, I do kind of want to meet those people. I can only presume that they are. There's a, there's a, they're so rich that they don't know what money is. Yeah, what, what's That's his nuts? That's my guess. What's his nuts? Uh, Fred Olin Ray has made a ton of them. All these I thought directed... you were saying that it was Fred Olin Ray buying them. But no, 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 no. All these, uh, I don't think he has that kind of money. All these um, direct-to-video bikini ones, he, he's behind a lot of them there. There's like an Indiana Jones one. There's like the the girl from Bikini, like kind of like the man from Uncle. There's like three of those things. Yeah. And oh my gosh, they're all like big bucks. Like That's... I was just I was just gonna start buying bikini movies, you know what I mean, and make like this goofy little collection because I thought they'd be freaking cheap, but they are not, man. I don't know, man. There's those something... bikinis command bucks. I just. It reminds me of USA Up All Night, and that's yeah, just, same here. That's just the thing is that these movies that, 
like they were littered with nudity and offensive stuff that could be cut really easily and really quickly. Yep. So you would still have the hot ladies in bikinis and it would pass the the TV censor boards. Uh, they were super popular for obviously for up all yeah. night, and so I wound up seeing a bunch of them just. Oh, same here. I, I, I used to watch those all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. As a result of drinking joke cola and you know not being able to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but man, jolt. yeah. So aside from being also like less offensive than most of these things, it's also they tried a lot harder than I would have ever imagined that you would try. Specifically script-wise. like Specifically because this was originally produced for the Playboy channel. What? Yes. But then the Playboy channel decided it was too soft for them. And so they ended up selling it to Columbia for a theatrical release instead. Whoa. So it's like somebody went like way... It's nuts. Somebody put way too much effort into a Playboy movie. But yeah, not yeah. enough... Stuff to actually make it saucy enough for Playboy, I guess. Well, and but the, 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 I mean, I don't know what more you want though. Because I mean, Playboy is just what naked girls, and this movie is just naked girls. It's true. all the time. <laughs> it is naked girls all the time, but it is also like, was the Playboy channel hardcore? I don't know. No, I don't no, remember. No, I don't think. It I didn't was. think it was I think either. It was just Playboy. So how was... was this not saucy enough for them? Like, get out of the city. I don't understand. <laughs> but I okay. But also, it got a theatrical release and probably made some money. Yeah. So uh, who knows? Um, what I what I was surprised by was that I thought this like every single one of these has the same plot. They're all like an earnest movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. always. There's a land developer and then whatever and you know, we've gotta we've gotta get hot bikini girls to raise money for some sort of something this, or other. This is the It's like the opposite of that. It's like it it's it's it works on two levels, I feel. Cause this has this ha- <laughs> this movie has the kids. Yeah, it's really deep. It's so deep, man. <laughs> I've had a degree in film, you know what I mean? I gotta break these Fuck things it. down. Yeah, man, please <laughs> do it, dude. Uh, but no, I mean, in two levels, as in, and this is not deep because I'm not deep, um, but two levels, as in, there's the young kids that you would like to watch when you're watching right. this on USA yeah, up all yeah. night, watching the young kids do their funny things. But then there's also the old dumpy guy <laughs> fantasy role. That, it's so true. all the old dumpy guys watching this can soak in all the babes and also be like, oh, that would be a cool thing to do. Like, I'm I'm 40. That would be a cool thing I'm to do. Or rent, rent a beach house. Yeah, that would be so cool to rent myself a beach house and have these kids find me girls. Like that sounds awesome. So yeah. So yeah. So it's it it opens up for a wide demographic of a True. lot of people that can like this. No, it really it was it was very smart in what it did, and it also it also falls into a category of movies like Rad or Thrashin or any of those or Breakin. Or any of those movies, because essentially it has taken, it has a central conceit that is essentially, like, almost at its core, is like a a trend or a fad. Mm -hmm. So the idea of, like, aerobic studios and, like, people being in, they even even break it down where they're like, you know, the soft girls of the old days are are out or whatever. It's like, it's all about sculpted, toned, buff ladies. And that was kind of the that was that was the central conceit was that this new fad of whatever is what the whole movie is based around. Yep. And to a certain extent, it kind of is. Yeah. And even to the point where some of it makes no sense because of that. But we'll get to that where apparently if you run some sort of gym, you can start signing record deals with local yeah, bands. Yeah, that works like that. What do you got? Two pages of notes? <laughs> I've got uh, three sentences. It says <laughs> uh, boobs. Uh, 
Why wasn't Ernest in this? And Eddie oh. Deason was busy this weekend? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, this movie is uh, it's a criminal offense of this movie. There is, there is definitely a Wish.com Eddie Deason in this movie. It's so insane. It would have been so much better if it was him, too. I, I kind of love the fact that, I mean, can you imagine being the cut rated <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry if you are the cut rate Eddie Deason, or if you're the real Eddie Deason, I'm sorry. But, He's actually listening to this. Are they talking about me? <laughs> no, it's not you. Yeah, it's the other guy. If, if you're the guy. You're cool. <laughs> Uh, if you think we're talking about you, it's not you. Uh, it's totally you. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Um, okay, so obviously we start with 10 trillion shots of hot bikini ladies putting on tanning oil, and we get the sweet hard bodies theme song that they thought was going to be a hit. I love it, man. Movies used to have theme songs for the movie. What ha- What the hell happened to that trend? I miss that shit. I miss that shit for big budget movies. Do you, mm-hmm. I I miss like Madonna being like uh, whatever her latest movie the is going to be. The Dick Tracy soundtrack's amazing. Exactly. Like she shows up and she sings a song about whatever movie she's in. And yep. it's like, fuck yeah. This is the Shanghai Nights song with, the, uh, I don't know, was she in Shanghai Nights? Something else. Uh, and but even they were doing it even then. Wild Wild West, Men in Black, all the Will right. Smitty songs, man. That's right. Kicking ass. No wonder you hire a Will Smith. I mean, that's the that's the reason you get like a Will Smith is because you can get them to just do the soundtrack yep. and you do the starring role. Damn. It's a bonus. It really is. <laughs> that, that double pays. I mean, that's why Wild Wild West made so much money. Yeah. And it's good. And because of how cool it was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. I enjoy it. We get. <laughs> I'm not no, surprised. I, don't care. I like that movie. So, uh, <laughs> this movie is. I'm gonna say 80 percent montages. Oh, it's got a, it's got its it's got its fair it's, share. <laughs> it's mostly montage. Absolutely mostly montage. Sexy montage. It's a lot of sexy ones. A lot of random ones. <laughs> uh, but in this particular like monkeys style montage, the cute, adorable thing that. By the way, our heroes, not setting a great tone so far, are doing is they have notepads and they're literally judging women as they go past. Like as if they're Olympic judges holding up like 9.8 signs while they're rolling by. Yeah. And they are judging harshly. Yeah. I mean, geez. Just like. Nothing's changed, man. Models going past and they're giving them sixes. And I'm like, yeah, dude, come on, man. And that's and that's fucking nope, nope, Malachi nope. from Children of the Corn uh, no. giving him those. Oh no, Malachi gave him the nine point nine. They knocked that's... him over for it. They're like, hey, you're oh, being true. really nice. Stop it. <laughs> uh, that's right. I remember that. Okay, so after all that, we smash cut to a couple who've just finished up having sex. This is going to be the the leads of our movie, essentially. I mean, the female lead is kind of out of the picture for most of it because it's a bikini movie, so she doesn't have a a ton of uh, a ton of role here. She has integrity, though. She does have integrity. Um, I, again, we're going to say this a bunch of times, but this movie does a pretty decent job of of making the women have their own agendas and like their own lives outside and. Although, you know, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test at any point. They're constantly talking about the dudes whenever they're talking and blah, blah, blah. But it's still, it's not as it's not as weird as a lot of these are. Um, but this is our hot dude. And they finish up having sex. And we kind of pull out a little bit. 
and we see his apartment that he's living in and he's living like a fucking trash goblin. Yeah, it's weird. It's there's a level of like there's cute and then there's like no 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 you're mentally ill dude like yeah. you need to be medicated. What is fucking wrong with you? And that's just his place alone, right? You're yeah, he's by himself and it's like dude, you're living in trash. It's, are you okay? There's a couple things with him and his character that I, I would have an intervention with this character. Yes. There's a couple things with Scotty here that I don't totally agree with. Like there, his apartment for one is completely trashed. Yes, like, that's, but, that doesn't seem to fit his character. It, and when he uh, gets kicked out of his apartment, he wakes up on the beach that morning and he like reaches for the empty beer cans and just starts drinking like one the yeah, minute yeah. he wakes up. That also doesn't seem like his no. character to me. So two little weird choices like that. Yeah, and I think. For me, the problem was like when you kind of when they do the the first pan out, it's like oh, it's movie messy. Yeah, and you're like aha, the sheets are everywhere, and it's like oh, you've been having like a long weekend, and you guys did nothing but have sex, so everything's a mess. Yeah, you know what? Okay, cool, that's good mise en scène. I got gotcha. you. Then they go, let's go into the kitchen, and it's like roaches and pizza boxes and mold, and the <laughs> and it's it's all made as obviously a very low. <laughs> low intensity joke but it's like it is legitimately repulsive well the thing is too he opens a refrigerator and it's just it's it's un right the it's unusable it's so gross probably and, the and, power has been shut off and then, on him and then and he's just and, like yeah. it's a science project for the landlord but it's just like and she's you charmed you weren't too. planning on getting kicked out though because when the landlord does come and evict him he's all like surprised by it so it's not like he was setting this trap he's just like <laughs> i yeah the, it's dumb it's weird. But his lady loves him anyway, even though he tries to... She's very forgiving. Yeah, she tries to make her eggs with the spatula that he killed a roach with. Yeah. Um, fly. That was funny. Okay, it was a fly. Okay. Uh, so he runs out to Venice Beach to hang out with uh, with Malachi. With Ragman. Ragman, who is a... Uh, Wait, wasn't Ragman from uh, Trick or Treat? Yes, but I think he goes it's by... I rags, think he goes right? by Rag or Rags. Yeah, one of those, yeah. I assume I think it's, it's Rags. rags. Yeah, that makes a lot more Let's sense. Call him rags, sure, uh, but yeah, but it is Malachi from Children of the Corn, yes. and he's a and, surfer dude. And I'm I'm so envious of his of his fashion sense in this movie. Everything oh. that kid wears, I'm like, I was seriously on eBay looking up like checkered painter cap because I was just like, I fucking need that hat. That dude <laughs> dresses like me in 1986. Yep. Like that was <laughs> bring short shorts for dudes back, people. Yep. Man, so good. He kills it. He really does. I, I do love his fashion sense. Uh, okay. And it does... You gotta give it up to this guy making a fucking beach movie, being as ginger as he is. Oh, yeah. That poor bastard must have been burning like a motherfucker mm. out there. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I'm not quite... Like, I'm Irish, but I'm not that Irish. Yeah. And I would have been destroyed by that shooting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, pretty cool. So... Uh, he's like, he tells his buddy Malachi that he's getting kicked out, and he's like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent back. And it's like, the landlord doesn't want to want you to pay the rent back. He's, he's just, just evicting you, you. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it, I love how there's, it's sort of set up almost like there's this, there's going to be the, we got to get a bikini car wash together the, to the save apartment. the apartment. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 there's... Th- if you came at him with double the rent, he's going to say, get the fuck out. Because yeah, you've literally he needs created three months. <laughs> you've created a garbage house situation. Yep. And you are like, you're bringing rats in from three, three states <laughs> over. He wants you out. Um, 
but his buddy says, hey, why don't we do some scams? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to do any more scams. I'm turning over a new leaf. Yeah, they call them scams, but they don't really do... He doesn't get into what a scam is. No. And also... So, I mean, he kind of does when he decides <laughs> to be a the rock group manager, but like... It's not a he scam. O- he only does nothing but help them. <laughs> like, all, a, all a manager is is a person who does the job that you just did. Which you just did, yeah. So, like, you're... You're a bad scammer. Like you're bad. At and scamming. by that I mean you're really you're a good person. Yeah, <laughs> it's very strange. Okay, and this also does bring up one of the big problems with hard bodies as a film, mm. if you want to refer to it in those terms. Uh, there is no plot to this movie until the hour and ten minute mark of the movie. Literally, there is not a single crisis point for oh, anyone okay. everything that he until does until the beach until the beach until until the guy turns on them and yep. like we have that character turn and that comes an hour and change yeah. into the movie so we have an hour of movie where it's like it keeps setting up these things where it's like oh man we need a band for this thing hi we're a band okay we got a band <laughs> oh man this is terrible i need a place to live would oh, you like oh. to live here yes, okay please. hey wow <laughs> it's like Plot averted. Plot averted. Like yep. every two seconds, they're just like any chance they had to create any kind of dramatic tension. They're just like, "Fuck that." I like it. It's feel good. It is. I mean, <laughs> it does. It does keep you from thinking about anything but the sexy bikini ladies. Uh, okay, so a van with the license plate "Dirt Bag" pulls up, and it's got "Hey Dork, Eat Me" spray painted on the bumper. <laughs> And uh, uh, yeah, big guy comes out wearing a shirt with what's it say spray painted on the front? It's like party to you puke or Par- something like that. It's something like party to yep. you puke. Uh, and, and and just here's another example though. You're like, oh, here's the bad guys of the movie. No, they're gonna show up for half a second and disappear for yeah, the next he hour. He literally solves this problem instantly. And this yeah. is this is his save the cat because so far, like you think that this guy is a like a mentally ill degenerate from the way that he's like living his life. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, it's you not You only that. think that based on his surroundings, though, not him. That's like, true. He seems legit the whole time. I don't know. That whole thing with the uh, the judging the ladies with the uh, the notebooks was uh, a little rough. But, I mean... It, it doesn't count. Uh, it doesn't What count happens in a montage stays in a montage. I, I kind of agree with you. I feel like you can violate... You can get very cartoony when you're doing a montage set to music in a shitty comedy like mm-hmm. this. Like, monkey's rules apply. Yep. That, like, that's not necessarily reality. We're kind of, like, outside in some sort of fake reality whenever that happens. So, yeah, I'll I'll go with you on that. Uh, okay, so, yes, uh, there's some filthy folks in there. They're really disgusting weirdos just to make our lead character look way better. And he's going to save the cat by, by getting these guys off the beach and stop them from harassing the ladies. You know, you get the the fat guy, the fake Eddie Deason, and a bikini stealing dog named Worm. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the only time you ever see Worm. <laughs> the fact that there was a bikini stealing dog in this movie, like, I that's was like, hilarious. You you really went above and beyond with the <laughs> <laughs> like. I I would assume that's a cliche, but I guess I've never seen it before. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I want more of that dog, and he's got a. Uh, a necklace, a collar with a with a koozie that holds a beer in it. That's right. So it's just like it's just like that dude put a beer there just so we could take the beer out of it for a joke. Yep. 
So our hero shows up to be like, hey, you aren't welcome harassing ladies on like, my beach. You can be here. Just don't harass the ladies, man. Hey, yeah, be cool. And uh, they're like, screw you. And then Malachi's like flipping them off in 48 different languages. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun gimmick. It's a, it's a fun gag. And then he's like, okay, fine. I'm going to get into a fight with these guys. And then, then there's an editing problem here where he's just like, he's looking at the big guy with the party to you puke shirt. That's uh-huh. the guy he's fighting with, right? Uh, uh, he yep. takes his shoes off and he's like, I hope you know karate, which is a dumb line. And then the next thing you know, it cuts the 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 big the big guy is yep. holding him from behind. It's like, yeah, yeah. Where? How did you get there? How did you get there? <laughs> because he does know karate. It's kind but, of a Dragon Ball Z kind of move. Ah, but then he ends up kicking. Uh, Kane Hodder is credited as older geek. Older geek. He's got a mustache <laughs> and an afro, and he gets kicked onto uh, the the eighties trope of. Uh, Knocking over motorcycles. He Pee Wee Herman. He Pee Wee Herman some motorcycles, and the motorcycle gang comes out in half a second. Everybody jumps on their bike and chases uh, these baddies. The gonads. The gonads. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, so we'll see those guys again, right? Nope. I mean, They've established there's a bad biker bar in town. They've got a name. Nope. No, we'll never see the gonads again. Which is like, they were like, we're gonna mess up this party. I thought they'd get the, the help of the gonads. And yeah. It's like, okay, who are you gonna get? The ineffectual drunks from that the yep. crew of four dudes in a van yes. or the biker gang uh, van van four, four van, ineffectual van. guys from farts, the van farts 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 <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> they're letting farts on the beach dude yeah that that's probably my favorite line in the movie i mean that is the most mind-boggling <laughs> line in this movie i i gotta admit even my wife was like, <laughs> she repeated that for me because I didn't quite catch what was going on. What the was, fart beach yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bring your own matches? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, so we assume the gonads beat these guys to death. and Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, because you don't see them again until the end of the movie. They've And then they were resurrected. Until near the end of the movie, I mean. Black magic or something. Uh, so now we see Scotty, our hero, trying to hook up rags with some of the girls. They think he's a scuzzoid. Uh, but they do it because Scotty is so convincing that he... Scotty's good with the dialogue. Yes. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that this is like... This is a prototype for that... Uh, for What is it called? Mystery and the the art of the game or whatever it's called. The pickup artist? I don't know what you're talking about. Bro. Oh, there was literally a TV show. So it's fucked up. They're talking about making a TV show. About and they're like, yeah. no, that's too scummy for anyone to put on TV. Come <laughs> on. Why would they ever do that? And it's like, oh, they actually Flash did. forward now. It's it every other show. It literally was yep. a thing. And it was like about tricking women into dating you using mind games and negging them and all that weird shit. That sounds like a horrible program. It is fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just work in TV. I don't even get a single channel at my house. So. <laughs> you're better off for it yes. i don't blame you for that you work in the news i yeah. didn't I, I wasn't accusing you of uh creating hey, you, just keep calling, you just keep calling my news fake <laughs> i'm listen <laughs> i'm just saying that jf kennedy jr is coming back no. <laughs> i that's all and he's gonna lead us to the promised land or something uh okay you should really make a disclaimer that you're goofing uh, okay i'm sorry i, was, I think we have that, think everybody that was indeed a joke um okay so, all right. So these three old guys show up, 
and they see this total scuzz of a children of the corn hanging out with beautiful women. And they're like, if he can do it, we can do it. Yeah, this is a perfect place for us to set up our operations. We're having midlife crises, and we're going to get laid. And we're not going to go for women who are our own age or try to do anything normal. No. We're going to go for, like, exactly 21-year-old bikini models. Yes. Plan. Good. Good, good plan, guys. Plan. Not skeezy at all. Nope, not at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so these are three dumpy middle-aged losers, uh, one of whom is not actually dumpy at all and actually is like a fucking kickboxer and looks really good, <laughs> but we're going to just, because he's the bad guy, it's okay. Yeah. I was like... And then, and then just like we've got... That dude probably wouldn't have actually had all that much trouble picking up ladies on no. the beach. Like, <laughs> and just like we got Wish.com Eddie Deason, we got our Wish.com Tom Noonan here as uh, Ash. He's my favorite of the guys. Uh, Ash is the, the cowboy. The, the beard guy, yeah. Yes, so there's there's a fat guy, a cowboy, and like a, a tech bro of the 80s, like a yuppie kind of like he's he's kind of built but he's like you know and they're all rich businessmen yeah. who yeah have just decided to rent the most expensive palatial house on the beach yep and so uh let's see they get a tour of the divorcee suite as they call it <laughs> complete with waterbed jacuzzi and ice creamy neon light and, over the and, bed and car bed We'll get to carpet. <laughs> the fact, talk about burying the lead when you're doing a tour of the house. Did she's like, into the she's like, oh, well, you got good three beds and a water bed and this neon sign and some stuff. I noticed there was a car that fully functional with like an exhaust pipe and a disco light. Oh and yeah, it's super sexy. A just, full dashboard. Just, just, and, just don't bump your head on the steering wheel. You'll be good. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I, I love it. I want that. Um, you gonna bump your head on this year? Oh, I totally would. <laughs> okay, so they all go out looking for ladies, and uh, our hero is like, they're about to leave, but our hero shows up at their house, and he's like, "Hey, how about I detail your cars for you?" And they're like, "It's a scam! Oh, this is a scam! Is that one of his scams? That's one of his scams because that's what he does. He's detailing the car, and then he tells the girls that it's his car. I guess, yeah. That's ha- that's his scams. He's a scamp." But, I mean, his scam is not on them. It is on the girls. Yes. He's convincing the women that he has an expensive car. Yes, but, I mean, that's that's the thing they do. That's okay. Just, that's the scam. Because the thing is, he's literally detailing their car. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> he didn't lie about that. He was, like, literally polishing the damn thing when they show up. So, it's he's very bad at scams is all I'm saying. It's like that it's like that Upright Citizens Brigade sketch. Have you ever seen that where the guys that offer to clean out the garage? Yes. They, they're like twenty bucks. <laughs> they uh then they go to work and they move everything out of the garage and put it all back in again, then yell sucker and run. It's just like you you already got the money. Why did you spend all the hours doing this garage thing? Uh so good. Okay. Sucker. <laughs> so he gives these ladies who show up a charming story about his parents being killed by headhunters just so he can deliver some sort of line about giving head. He and is it, really charming, though. He is super <laughs> charming. The ladies love it. Uh, and so... He's a player. Man, it works out. 
So the first old guy from the old from the old folks tries his luck with a lady who's fixing her bike. Uh, he's he's basically showing his pattern of behavior right from the get go here because he is awful. Yeah. In this scene, he's just really irritating. He keeps ringing the bell and saying really ba-ba. crass shit. Like he, he is, does he does that ba ba trademark thing. Oof, that he's so yeah, awful. he is legitimately. He's got the no worst. game. Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, and. She, he's like, hey, come on, have some wine, a jacuzzi ruski, come on. Ba-ba. Ba-ba. And she says, I don't fuck fossils for free, which is the best line. <laughs> which is the best line that turns into a great song later on as well. <laughs> so good. I want to learn how to play that in guitar. <laughs> uh, now we cut to our chubby guy who's going to run up on a poor lady, and his his line is... I'm a great runner. Yeah. Dude, I mean You really can't sell that's, it. That's that's yeah, you're <laughs> there's there's delusional and there's delusional. Uh so he's like, I'm gonna run with you and she's like, Okay, I'll offer you sex if you beat me to the pier and then she nearly gives him a heart attack. She says, If you beat me, you if eat you me. Eat me. And yeah. he goes <gasps> and books it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yes, and then he almost dies. Yes, and that was pretty funny. So uh, <laughs> now uh, they go back to their bachelor pad to lick their wounds. Uh, they all struck out. I mean, did did, oh, did Ash do anything? I don't think Ash did anything because no. we're supposed to like him later. So I don't think and they I do wanted like him, him. So they don't want him to do anything really gross here. Gotcha. So uh, our hero Scotty shows up. He's been driving their car, womp, and womp. it's got a bunch of hot ladies in it. And of course then, it does. <laughs> he shows up and he delivers the thesis statement to the whole film for them. They're not mad at him. They just want to understand what he's doing. And he says, I'm just out there picking up hard bodies. Mm. And they say, please, sir, explain to us. We are, we're your humble servants. We're looking for yeah. wisdom. Dole out your wisdom into our cups. And he says, hard bodies, they're hot ladies. He gets a titular line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And he's like, come on. And also, what about the idea of the bigger, better deal? Uh, you know, this is how you, everybody just wants something better than the next thing. So you just tell them that you're better than whatever else. So that they think that they're getting the the best deal. And this is his, this is his thesis of how his game works. Apparently, getting ladies. Apparently, from what I've read, this is actually based Lucy on a true story from a, a penthouse article about this happening. These three guys like trying to get like a young guy to help them out with. Huh. I mean, I'm sure it's taken a lot of creative liberties, but I I feel like <laughs> everything that's printed in penthouse you can pretty much trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've always thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll never believe this happened to me. Yeah. I was in the movie Hard Bodies. I also wouldn't I believe it if it work. didn't happen to me. <laughs> I couldn't get work afterwards because people found out I was in the movie Hard Bodies. <laughs> That's my whole story. Uh, also, I had sex once. Uh, once. <laughs> one time. <laughs> so they offer him the deal. They're like, okay, cool. We'll give you seven, 600 bucks a week. And teach us how to, and you can live here. And he's like, let me, let me sleep on it. Yeah. And then he goes back to his place. He's been kicked out of his apartment. He can't get in. There's a killer dog in his apartment. 
And so he goes and sleeps under the pier in a sleeping bag that he must have found in the trash because he didn't have anything with him. Yeah, true. And so that's fun. So then he goes back the next morning and agrees to help them out. Yep. And the way that he does that is he gets rags to dress up like a hot lady and they try (laughs) their lines on him. And this this fails, so he takes things out into the real world. I love that they had to dress rags up. Like... (laughs) You couldn't just say he pretend you, he's a girl. You could just do that. You could literally have a pillow too, but that's the whole joke. No, we got to go was... out and get some fake boobs and some makeup, and uh, you got to really sell this here, Rags. Absolutely. <laughs> the fact that he had legit falsies was yeah. like, okay, come on, man. Why are you investing so much money in this, <laughs> dude? It, dude, does that wanna... come out of your per diem? He got six hundred bucks a week, nineteen eighty-seven money. You know how much that is? I mean, it's a lot, but it's not falsies money. <laughs> It's not just throwing falsies at everybody money. Anyway, okay. It's total fuck you money. <laughs> oh, Jesus. For me in the 80s, that would have been like... Yeah. That would have absolutely been fuck you money. <laughs> okay, so his first... His first... Let's call it scam. Let's call them scams. Yeah, they do. So his first scam is going to be that he trips in front of a roller skater. And it's crazy that it works. But it sure is. It's got it's eighties magic that it Yeah, works. this is this is an eighties magic thing because he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. He keeps looking down at the ground. He's like, I was just looking at the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen roller skating and oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to talk about you like that. That's so and it was like, Oh, you think I'm beautiful? You must be a model, right? Yep. Oh, I wanna be a model, but it's like okay. And it. it's Kathleen Kinmont, our friend from Halloween 4 and the bride from Bride of Reanimator. So along with Kane Hodder, there's two. And, corny boy, we got three horror connections. Cor- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Trying to figure out who corny boy was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Malachi, whose name I only remember because we lived in a place, uh, we lived next door to this really creepy family and their kid looked just like him and we'd always be like is malachi outside i don't really want to go to my car because i think he's out there (laughs) i think he's gonna fucking kill us in the night i've always remembered it because it's a cool name it is a pretty badass name uh okay so uh so this has this has succeeded for him yep and now he gives the same advice to try this to Rounder. And Rounder, of course, is the fat guy because he's rounder than the other guys. Oh, that's a, that's that's, a deep cut. I yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like calling someone Joe Everyman so that he can be your audience surrogate. Um, okay, so now we get this is it doesn't work. It's pathetic and blah, blah, blah. And so now we get another montage of these guys not being successful with ladies. <laughs> And it's like, this isn't working. Then we get a montage of them putting on clothes after this montage where it's like, oh, we're going to get new clothes and look yeah. cool. That's a montage. You know, Ash dresses up like fucking Vegas Johnny Cash and <laughs> everybody else dresses basically exactly the same as they were before. Um, and by the end of this montage. They go for haircuts and still look the same. They, there was a haircut <laughs> montage. That's right. Everybody looks exactly the same. Uh, yeah, our hillbilly guy's like, I'm not getting my hair cut here, because there's a gay guy there. Oh, so I'd rather I'd, I'd rather cut an inch off my dick than get my hair cut here. <laughs> That's what he says. On which end? Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, so by the time by the time this is all done, things start working out, and like, it looks like 
they're starting to invite ladies to the party and they're actually they're going along with it. Yeah. There's some really clever moments of writing go to a party in somebody's bra, <laughs> writing it on a pizza. Yeah, on a pizza. It's it's great. So uh <laughs> either How these... else do you get the word out back then? There's no Facebook. You gotta spell party with mushrooms on a pizza and I was thinking flyers. Stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be tough to get people to drink your booze and eat your food. <laughs> so tough. Um, so now the two ladies who are with Rag and Scotty, they're mad because the Geek Squad, who they've used that twice, but this is the Geek Squad being these old guys, uh, has hit on them six times today. Yep. And... This brings me to how this movie's facility with words is absolutely fucking incredible because Geek Squad, I think this is the first use of that, then stolen by Best Buy. Yep. Best Buy then released an exclusive DVD of Hard Bodies, and I was like, did they do that so that they could secure the name? Wait, seriously, they did? They did. Yeah? Yeah, that was one of the one of the uh, VHS-looking ones that were yep. like exclusive to Best Buy. Huh. I don't know. Uh... So there's that, and then uh, she says, you've moved in with a bunch of sex geezers, which is the funniest <laughs> fucking line I've ever heard in my life. Also a great name for a Sex Pistols cover band for over 40 dudes. Oh, ballin'. <laughs> Maybe I what need you, to start- What are you waiting for? <laughs> what am I waiting for? I need to start the sex geezers right now. Uh, Right after I start Adult Threat, my old man minor threat cover band that we were that covered in bees was gonna do. Um, so that I think that was a boo idea. Might have been an Adam Cogswell idea. <laughs> Not a hundred percent sure. All I know is that we had a logo for it that was uh, the bottled violence minor threat logo yep. with the the guy who's a bottle, yep. but it was a bottle of Pepto Bismol. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was gonna guess insure. Oh, that would have been good too. Yep. <laughs> Both work. Uh, so good. All right. So, um, we get some classic beach movie crap. Like it's, this is where we cut to the like Frankie and Annette kind of beach movie thing where it's like, everybody stops and they're like, do you like bathing beauties? I don't know. I never bathed one. (laughs) You know, like we get a couple of jokes and people fall backwards. It's like fucking bazooka joe yep. comics oh yeah somebody, totally it is like bazooka joe comics come to life here. everybody jumps out of the panel when they get the surprising punchline <laughs> it's so shocking my feet went up in the air um so more montages to really bad music mm. uh but we go to scotty's new bedroom which is where we're introduced to his kurt van houten-esque <laughs> race car bed I love how he gets the race car bed, and he's just, like, the guest that state. Like Nobody of- else wanted it. Yeah, what? Who <laughs> in the world would want that fucking thing? <laughs> I mean, you I You th- said you did. Well, okay. So that is also the, the reason that he got that bed is because all of the rest of them have, like, sciatica and back problems. Oh, that's right. And that's a water bed. And I remember, I think, at least two of them saying- Beard guy says he can't sleep he, on a I water can't bed. sleep yep. on a water bed. So everybody wants. Yeah, the, so they do make a. They do. They do allude to why he gets it. Okay. Yeah, like only only a dude in his early twenties is going to be able to survive yeah. sleeping on a waterbed yeah. every night. Is what they're they're insinuating. Okay, so this. I describe the fucking race car bed. 
It is a bed that is a water bed, and for a headboard, it's like a complete recreation of a 50s car. Like, uh, of the dashboard with a steering with, wheel. Yeah, with the whole front end dashboard of the car with a full steering wheel that you would definitely bop your noggin on. And if you turn the key, it has a fucking exhaust system. Yes, which is a smoke which machine. Which is a smoke machine. Uh, it's got lasers, it's got a disco ball, it, it controls all of these things. So you If you hit your- the horn, a disco ball shoots an explosive charge yep. out of the top and smoke goes everywhere and then it starts spinning this thing is insane it's a it's a it's a sex bed it is i mean you know any bed is a sex bed if you have sex in it yeah yeah, yeah but that's i mean that's what this is for it's it's sure. got all the mood setting things you need all the smoke and the lights and the in the atmosphere and uh and the, have, and the steering wheel to hold on to i've had sex a couple times in my life no shit and uh, I have never needed a smoke machine. Not one single time. You don't know what you're missing, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine if you literally... Shit, the smoke machine. We're out of liquid smoke. Oh, babe, that ruins the mood. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I literally cannot. <laughs> I'll go fix it tomorrow. <laughs> you know that there's somebody who works at a Hot Topic who that's just like, that's a thing now. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked at the Halloween store or a Hot Topic for so long yeah. that if there's no, if there isn't a disco ball and, <laughs> and a fog machine, I can't get it up. Okay. Um, okay. So, oh, I also liked that the cowboy guy, when we're, we're doing our big montage, he dresses like Buckaroo Bonsai for a hot minute. I thought that was going to be his look for the whole thing. Oh, and yep. I wasn't I was nope. disappointed. Uh, but, or not he didn't dress like Buckaroo Bonsai. He dressed like Jeff Goldblum in Buckaroo Bonsai. Yes. Uh, okay, so we're getting into our fourth or fifth montage at this point. They're, and they they keep getting better. They do. and But this one is the like, what are we going to do about a band? <laughs> Everything screeches to a halt. And he's like, the band canceled. <gasps> what am I going to do? They had to play a bar mitzvah instead. And he walks out the door. He's like... I'll be right back. And in screen time, it takes him two seconds to show up at the house of a new On a scooter that he got somewhere. I mean, (laughs) listen, this guy, speaking of He never had a scooter before. (laughs) It's one of his scams, a.k.a. just steals shit. Uh, Like when he steals steals a surfboard? That thing was amazing. Yeah. I hope those things are real because I want to play with one of those. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're totally real. That thing was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, we saw it in action. Yeah, there's no way they fake that in this. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so cool. I, I hope they still exist. They were probably they, they, so dangerous. They actually they... make ones now called uh, hydrofoils, I believe they're called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but it's actually you surf above yep. the water. You have to kind of pump up and down or else you fall into the water. Uh, but uh, this one was like, yeah, but we'll get there. Mm. Okay, so... Turns out, Scotty knows this all-girl garage band called Diaper Rash. <laughs> Which was the Covered in Bees original name. Yeah, I mean, it still is what people refer to. <laughs> it. People in the know like to call us that. Uh, and they're playing the greatest song ever, Computer, Computer Ma- Madness. <laughs> this is like... Boop, 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 boop. I was expecting that they were going to be the worst band I'd ever heard from hearing this song. I was like, oh, God, I hope they don't play any more songs. And I liked it. Every other song they play is fucking awesome. And, and so is Computer Madness. Computer Madness sounds like the kind of song that you 
that you would write if you were making fun of the Neil Young trans album. <laughs> like, although I love that whole album, except for the acoustic stuff. All of the to me, it feels like they wrote a cool song for Devo, but Devo was like, "We don't want it," and they're like, "Okay, I guess <laughs> we'll do it then." But it's like, no, you're not Devo. <laughs> yeah, that that was not. It was not a good song. Can you explain to me why the 45 Graves song is in this? I don't know what that is. The Return of the Living Dead? What, why is the, do you want a party? Dun, dun, dun. It's party time. Why wouldn't it be? That's just it's crazy. It's about partying. I mean, it's about partying. It's, it's movies about partying. But that's the Return of the Living Dead song. You can't have <laughs> that in two movies. Wait, is this before it, though? Oh, shit. Is it? I think it might be. It might be. Oh, shit. And you can, too, have the same song. Yeah. Radhead Send Me an Angel, and so did um, uh, The Wizard. And they both, <sighs> and they worked great in both of them. God, Rad is such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. For somebody who doesn't care about BMX culture at yeah. all, it's... And it's got bad girl Aunt Becky. And I, I hate to say it, as somebody who does love skateboarding culture... I think Rad's a better movie than Thrashin', and it pains me in my soul to say it, <laughs> but I think it's a better movie than Thrashin'. You heard it here, folks. Even though Thrashin' does have Thanos starring in it, so that's pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. Where are we at? We've we've secured our garage band at this point. So that was easy. He, he shows up, and he's like, hey, I'm a manager. I'm going to get you a gig. And they're like, cool. sweet. <laughs> they, basically, he sa- they say... We don't have a manager, and we can't get any gigs. And he's like, I can get you a gig, and I'll be your manager. And they're like, sure. And he's like, what a great scam. It's like, (laughs) this is not a scam. You are doing the job. You just hooked them up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got this great scam. I'm going to pretend to be a pizza delivery guy. I'm going to go in, fill out an application at the pizza place, (laughs) and I'm going to work for three full years delivering pizzas every day they're these fucking suckers they're gonna cut me a paycheck every week they're not gonna be any wiser that i'm not really a pizza guy i'm just gonna be the guy that delivers the pizzas i'm gonna get tips but from here's the, the beautiful part of this game i get tips i too. get tips on top of that shit oh these guys are totally <laughs> fools when they find out what i've done they're gonna be pissed uh anyway okay so this is uh, all of the dudes seem to be getting lucky with their actual with their new dates. They're, somehow all of this stuff works. Our our cowboy guy meets up with a woman, and his opening line is that I sell cow shit for a living, and she's like, "Oh my, awesome. I'm so into you." <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing something right. Nailed it. And uh, yep. And so everybody's everybody's scoring with everybody that they tried to. She even calls him the cow shit king, and <laughs> she's into it. Uh, some of these ladies sound like they're starting to get wise to their bullshit here. You're like, oh, somebody calls him on something, and you're like, here's where the plot's going to start. Because <laughs> she's like, this isn't right that you're doing that. And he's like, no, it's fine. And she's like, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Okay, so no plot yet. There's still just things going on. There's no conflict. Um, Okay. So the band is way better than they were in the garage. Mm. They are fucking awesome. And uh, let's see. We've got Scotty being mad at all all of the dudes. 
which is weird. Uh, because oh, actually no, his his girlfriend gets mad. His at girlfriend him here. gets mad at him because they 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 have the giant photo shoot here. Oh, that's right. This is the big photo shoot part. Okay, which so, is ridiculous. So the big the big discovery here is that at some point, a woman is with Roundy, and it is discovered that he has an enormous penis. Mm-hmm. In fact, an enormous and frightening penis. It's for some reason, I can only picture. The, that's not until way later. Uh, but isn't, oh, that's right. That's the that's other the photo limo. shoot. Sorry. Yeah. That's a later photo shoot. There's no photo shoot. That's seen at all. That was a drive-in girl that he drive through at the burger place at the weenie place that he took in the, oh limo. no, he's, he's in a, he's in a booth where basically they're like showing him off to everyone. Like there's a oh. line to go look at his dick. Oh, that's, that's right. That's what I mean. Okay. So this is different. That's right. Okay. Um, do, do, do. This is Rounder taking pictures. He, he claims he's a modeling. So he, if anybody's pulling scams, it's it's, it's Rounder yeah, here. This is the this is the one real scam, and everybody's like, okay, cool. It, it's just so corny. People just keep showing up and oh, taking their Oh, are you a modeling agent? Off. Here's my boobs. <laughs> Damn. Yep, and he has not put any film in the camera, and it's like, dude. Until finally the movie is just like, here, here's a real woman to call the bullshit on it. <laughs> right. It's it's basically, this is like South Park defense. This is that sort of thing where, like, you get a voice of reason to be like, hey, that's not right. Which is like how South Park gets away yep. from all of their stuff is like, <laughs> hey, Cartman, that wasn't nice to say that racist thing. And it's like, haha, we said the racist thing, but we got somebody to say that you shouldn't say it. So it's okay. <laughs> Uh, and this thing is basically like we have the woman come up and be like, hey, you guys are being scumbags and I'm not into you anymore. Yep. And he's like, honey, come back. And this is this could have been the moment when things straightened out. But she kind of accepts his apology here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, um, and now we get the I, like I thought this was going to be a Twilight Zone twist here. Because the next morning, all of the old guys are like, one of them's got blue balls because he went with a girl who doesn't put out. And one of them's like, oh, my God, she's running me ragged and I can't do this. And uh, Everybody's got problems. What's from their- what's Rounder's deal? Like, is, his dick hurts? Yes, he has blue balls because the he went with this girl who is who's a tease. Oh, he was with Candy? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That she never puts out. And that's the whole deal. <laughs> And, you know, that's that's her thing, I guess. Yep. And so, uh, let's see. They get a limo somewhere. <laughs> somewhere around here. Oh, no, this is the workout montage. <laughs> oh, of course it is. <laughs> so, this is the... <laughs> This, this is the workout montage with the guy who wants to sign the band. Yep. So he, he wants to, he's like... He runs a gym while wearing a Speedo, and apparently he's also a agent. An agent <laughs> who signs bands, and he's like, I don't know, that's not a very good name for the band. How about Hard Bodies? <laughs> it's like, perfect, the band's called Hard Bodies now, and they can do the theme song for a movie called Hard no, Bodies. Perfect. Uh, and so it's it's so weird. There's more nonsense that leads up to Rag laying down and people imagining him with a huge set of knockers. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That was a really strange scene. I don't get it, but whatever. It happened. Uh, Okay, so now they're all crammed into a tiny limo. 
they head for the weird workout guys club where everybody's doing bodybuilding in front of a stage. This is like, he has a nightclub where people, I presume, drink and pay to watch people lift weights. Yeah, yes, that's his big shtick is he's combined bodybuilding with bands. Okay, sure. It works. He's got it. He's, I mean, he's doing better than I am. It's true. I mean, <laughs> you weren't in hard bodies. No, I was not. You were I all, was six. You were also six at the time, <laughs> so it probably wouldn't have been appropriate. Uh, okay. Um, God. Uh, so Hunter's lady drinks some tequila shots. I thought this was another moment of like, aha, they can't, they can't hang because she starts going fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. She takes like three tequila shots and then jumps up on the table and is flipping the fuck out. And then everybody starts losing their mind for no reason. And tops. Well, I mean, even the weightlifters, like the the female weightlifter looks at Rounder and like loses her mind over him and mm. like takes off her top at him. Just <laughs> insanity. They go around... They get back in the limo and then they go out to a fast food place. They pick up one of the waitresses who's working at the fast food yeah. place. She basically loses her job so that she could go ride around in a limo with a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> and then the next morning. And this is so weird. What do they do? They cruise around all night? They, they just have an all nighter? Like, I guess. And sleep on the beach? Seems like that. While the limo driver just like waits and doesn't sleep. Like It's just it's it's a weird scene all around. This the whole, whole thing is the whole very limo strange. thing is really weird. Yep. And we get the oh we we missed over the other montage too of the uh, the um, hanging out the sunroof where they oh, do that, uh, which is probably gotta, my favorite montage. Got to count all the montages. Yeah. I mean, everybody kisses kisses that Malachi that was a 30, by accident. That was a thirty seventh montage. Mm -hmm. Definitely one of the top one of the top thirty montages <laughs> of the movie Hard Bodies, um, but. This is your favorite part yes. of the whole movie. This is uh, our old our old cowboy. He's singing the song about <laughs> don't fuck fossils for free, which old is weird man. because he wasn't there and it wasn't addressed to him. <laughs> it was addressed to the other guy, but that's okay. Oh, whoa! You're right. Yeah, he he didn't experience that, so somehow his friend must have told him the line. Exactly. You, when you hear a line that I don't fuck fossils I mean, for free, that sticks with you. That's gonna <laughs> stick with you. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would share that information with his friends, but hmm. you know, I, I'm gonna just go with that. But all the while, his girlfriend is doing fully naked tai chi yes. on the beach. Love it. Which is next level. Then the cowboy gets a blowjob while he's playing guitar. Love it. Everybody's having sex. Now it's a sex montage. Oh, yeah. This is like our first actual sex Rounders montage. Rounders in the car with Didi. Everybody gets Hunter's something. trying to get with Candy, but he's not because she is a tease by yep. that's her deal. Yep. Only Malachi can't score at this point, really. Yep. Uh, uh, if only she knew that he was friends with he who walks behind the rose, she would probably be down. Um we get a lecture on no means no here. So uh, that scumbag, what what the fuck Hunter. is his name? Hunter. Because he wants to come up with a TV show, Hunting with Hunter. That's right. <laughs> All I could think of was Bitch Hunter from uh, from uh, 30 Rock. I don't know. The <laughs> There's a reference to a show called Bitch Hunter that got canceled and they got into <laughs> a bunch of trouble for. And, uh, yeah, it's 
pretty good name. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Yes. Uh, so he basically goes down and he is making unwanted advances towards Candy and Scotty shows up and breaks it up and is like, hey, man, get the fuck off her. And like, hey, like he was about to assault her, basically, yep. is what we're led to believe. And it was weird. It was like it was really it's a really it comes out of nowhere. It's that moment like in all of those movies of the 80s. There's like uh, or somebody just totally steps over the line and right. kills the mood of a, everything. Everything. Yep. It's just like a massive party fell horror in yes. the middle of this thing. Like uh, I'm trying to remember uh, Flashdance. Like never like, seen. Yeah. Flashdance. There's a rape in Flashdance. It's like what the fuck are you <laughs> doing man that does not belong in this terrible movie mm. but yeah so this thing happens and you know he has a heart to heart with candy and it's a kind of a weird weirdly sweet moment in a, in a lot of ways he's like what what are you doing but his you girlfriend know? sees him talking to her and, yeah, yeah. and and hunter lies to him saying oh he told me to keep you company because he's yeah, making yeah. the moves on her and it's like ah and that leads to our First conflict of the movie. Yep, this is we're at the hour we found and a something plot. minute, and the plot just fucking started. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. I've never seen this before in a movie. This is so crazy. But again, I just wanna, I just wanna, for the record, say that there's a lot of victim blaming in Scotty's little dialogue. That's like, hey, why do you blah blah blah? Not okay. Obviously, I just want that out there, but. If I'm in the, but at the, in same the time, context at the same of time, a, she of an '80s movie. It's yes. very good. At the same time, she is totally leading that dude on, though. It's there not. Is, it's not just saying like, "Hey, you're dressing sexy." Right, right. She's, she's seriously saying like, "I want your big love missile inside me." That, and then she's like, "Oh, don't touch me!" Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> that is very strange. Like, I mean, her behavior is fucking nuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there is that. So okay. Uh, but now. We've got his girlfriend thinking that he's cheating on him, on her with Candy, because she sees that scene Yep, and doesn't ask for an explanation, even though the amount of time that's passed between the two of them, like, I don't know, I, if it weren't a movie called Hard Bodies, I'd be like, what, what a monster she is to not assume that Candy got hurt down there, like, are you okay? Can I send, like, if I saw that from a distance, if I saw, like, if my wife was down someplace holding someone next to the ocean on a pile of jagged rocks mm -hmm. after we had just had sex somewhere and went down to talk to somebody, I'd be like, is he okay? Mm -hmm. Like, are like, did he get hurt? I wouldn't be like, oh, you probably left after sex 10 minutes ago to go have sex with someone else. Yeah. It's like, I would assume that probably there's something terrible going on. Uh, but, you know, there you go. Okay. So, uh, Hunter, of course, kicks Rags and Scotty out of the house, but Rags gets one in and calls him a lame fart. <laughs> and flips him off. I mean, of course oh, he does. Oh, does he do that? No, he no, saves that. On. He saves, saves that, that for the end. For I mean, yep. you can only... Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to run that into the ground. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we're having this moment that it's almost as if the movie feels like 
it's letting us down by not having the moment where they have the the concert to save the to save yeah. the apartment or whatever and they have this concert on the beach that is apropos of nothing yeah it's just like doing it 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 feels like there was another version of this script i guess scotty that, just got the band some more gigs during his scam as a manager <laughs> i i guess but it's like where does this fit in like somebody should have been here cursing the hard bodies also that is another thing that I would have loved in this movie that did not get made where hard bodies were like actually used as a term for people where like there was the evil land developer and he's like, Oh, you hard bodies. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I'll get you. He could be like opening like a couch store. Or Why something. is there a stage on the beach? That's where my condos are going. No, Ooh, these hard bodies, these hard bodies are always working out. I'm into the ice cream store and sitting on couches. I was going to have, <laughs> uh, I don't know either way. Okay. So all of his scams are backfiring. It looks like things are going badly for our scamming hero. Mm. Uh, so, uh, he, he's like, okay, now I need to get my girlfriend back, so I'm gonna go check out. I'm gonna go, oh, to the beach concert. That's right. He goes to the. There's ladies posing and doing stuff while the band plays. His girlfriend's supposed to go meet him at the same time uh, at this at this place to talk about this because they couldn't make this a phone call. This has to be. It has meet, to be in person. Meet me at the beach. So, <laughs> but lo and behold, another one of his scams has already backfired on him and the geek squad shows up to Uh-oh. beat him up and finally he, they're back he runs away steals one of those rocket powered surfboards and like jets and around we get a weird chase scene with like jet skis chasing surfboards like out of nowhere <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's basically been chased out into the direct center of the pacific ocean and he's like, oh, no, I'll never get back in time. Oh, his, his surfboard runs out of gas. Yep. And he's stuck on a buoy. Yep. So he has to swim back, and it's past twilight. His mm. girlfriend has already left. She's even more mad than she was before. And she's like, I'm going to hook up with Gross Man Hunter now, now instead. I'm going, now, because some of this, I'm going to hook up with the worst person in the world. Yeah. Which, to me, is also a red flag for Scotty. If he wasn't such a weirdo in the yeah. first place, I'd be like... I don't know. Maybe if she chooses to just like the second you have a misunderstanding, go have sex with the grossest human being on the planet. <laughs> maybe you should dump her. But uh, whatever. Um, so he she does go there and it's, you know, it's fun. Uh, there's a, there's one of those wacky threes company conversations where she goes out and they're talking about her career but she's also talking about getting screwed yep. metaphorically. But that's, of course, all he hears. And he thinks that she's lining <laughs> she's up slipping, for a gangbang. <laughs> oh, God. It's mm. so stupid. So, I mean, after that, I guess they both deserve each other. Um, so, yes. And he also gets pushed off a ladder that is like, I don't know, two stories high. So he's probably dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Into that. Oh, he did. Oh, did uh so it turns out there's going to be uh some serious soul searching from him now that he realizes that everything he's done so far has led him to a dead end we've got the part of our script where he's got the long dark night of the soul (laughs) he has to he has to really do some soul searching and it turns out that the cowboy 
he's also on his side, and he's abandoned his scumbag because, friends. Because Hunter is bringing all of their old scumbag business buddies into the fold. He's like, this wasn't about business. This was yeah. about tricking girls into having sex. Yep. A wholesome thing. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but also, everybody's turning against Hunter because he's the he's the most easily hated. Also, he was the he was the yuppie archetype that everybody hated in the eighties. Um, he wants to bring people over to do a TV show about this exact concept, hunting with Hunter. Yep. And uh, he's gonna dialogue these girls and bed them. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, the cowboy tells him to fuck off, basically. Good and, for you, Ash. Yeah, good stuff. And now Scotty and Rags need to figure out a way to sabotage this party. <laughs> oh, boy. They're going to pull the biggest scam of their life. <laughs> and that's, again, speaking of missed uses of terminology, like uh, like when uh, ghoulies go to college, when they're like, these are yanks. I like the idea. Why didn't he just run with the whole scam thing where he's just like, he uses the word scam for every one of his plans. He's like, another one of my classic scams. Yep. He never does that, yeah. which I think would have been a very 80s movie thing. Because they seeded it too, yeah. Yeah, it's it's right there. Give me that. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, Rags invites the Geek Squad to this party. Because they're going to make any party they're going to ruin any party, They're essentially. They're going to ruin it. And now we get a bunch of little wacky things, some cigar jokes with the guy. He eats some crap. He is gross. It's, <laughs> it's a great summation. I mean, really, it's just not very good. But Eddie Deason gets a fake Eddie Deason gets distracted because they're lighting farts down on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Hey, did you hear they're lighting farts on the beach? Oh, is it BYOM? What's that mean? Bring your own matches. Uh, yes. Cool. Farts, 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 farts. <laughs> he chants farts, 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 and farts. And runs away. And runs down that to the beach. That should have been Eddie Deason so much. It really should have been. I mean, if anything could have improved this film, Eddie Deason. But uh, he doesn't. So um, the party's fallen apart. Our hero's getting high with his lady and they make up. They're in the... They, they smoke a doob in the bathtub and have that heart to heart while we keep cutting back to a ton of girls a about to pee their pants. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's see. The girls all form a... Oh, that's right. A revenge against Hunter Because by Hunter's thing was spilling Spilling wine. wine on people and being like, oh, if you take that shirt off right now and soak it, you can get the stain out. And they do the same thing to him, only they also feather him. Yes, they keep they keep spilling wine on him, and then all five of them or whatever, six of them, get him into a bathroom or something, and they're like, oh, we're going to do something sexy. We're going to cover you with honey. And yeah. then they basically tar and feather him yep. with, with honey. That'll show him. That'll... Not, I mean, it washes right off. He's yes. going to be fine. Um, and this is the part that I was talking about before with the, the showing off the guy's dick because we found out that he has a huge wang. And so they market him as the eighth wonder of the world. And you could come in and get your photo taken with him and his wang. Uh, but it get, turns out that they brought his mom in. Yeah. <laughs> so Roger's mom shows up and uh, it's uncomfortable. That's. 
That's the joke. That's the joke. Uh, and now they're playing the the Do You Want a Party for the rest of the movie, which totally rules. Uh, they set fire to the guy who they were at least kind of sensitive enough to not totally brand as Arab, but is definitely coded that way. Um He's, he's a scumbag anyway. He's the uh, he's the producer. He's basically yes. like the the TV network guy that they're trying to get money from, and, and he just thinks he can land any girl because of his money, right? Yeah. And so he does he does a couple of creepy things, and that was like Malachi basically saves the girl from him, sort of like threatens to get into a fight with him, gets his ass kicked. She then beats the guy's ass. Yep. And then, but he gets credit. A for, for effort. He gets credit. Uh, Malachi finally gets lucky. Yay! Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then... Because he's really been a good dude throughout. It's true. We don't find a... So... Okay, so basically this is wrapping up the whole movie right here. Mm-hmm. So there's like missing information here. Especially with the the retribution for Hunter. Hunter should have been arrested. Like, he's still here. Yeah. Like, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable about the rest of the movie it's like you get to move back into the apartment with the like rapist (laughs) okay i don't want to live with the rapist why couldn't he be taken off the board why couldn't it be like he was insider trading or something and something that he did was super creepy they call the feds they find out that he cheated on his taxes yeah, whatever get him busted he gets I was busted gonna say, he didn't really something. do anything arrestable right he should have he should have done like, something yep. arrestable so we can get him off the board yeah because it feels weird that he's still living in the house yep so i don't know that was weird but uh christy's going to college just like a ghoulie uh <laughs> but the college is local so maybe they can they can stay together, together. Oh, it's gonna be great um yep Cue the sunset and the credits. And I guess because he trashed the house, he gets his bedroom back. I, I guess. Yeah, that's, I don't know how that works. That's how the scam no, I works, thought, baby. I thought, the, I thought the sex geezers were just renting the place for the week. So. Oh, you thought it was a week? I thought so. Oh, I thought it was like the summer. Oh, maybe it is. I mean, because he, he summer, said like when you're having that much fun, man, the summer feels oh, like a week. So true, man. When you've got a when you sleep in a race car bed, yeah, dude, all by yourself, you're in the fast lane. <laughs> That month, that those months of summer just turn into days. Oh, <laughs> curse you, hard bodies! <laughs> uh. <laughs> but super fun movie. Yeah, yeah, super fun. Uh, a time capsule movie for sure. Fashions are great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fashions are great. The things that wouldn't fly. Yep. It's it's just absolutely absolutely one of the dumbest fucking movies but it's also <laughs> but I, there is a i feel like it's probably a nostalgia i would imagine that if you had somebody who was i don't know you asked a 20 year old to watch this movie they'd be like number one aghast yeah <laughs> like, probably just legitimately like oh my god this was horrible what yeah. this is a normal for, thing for comedies <laughs> back then Torture porn was different in the 80s. It's <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, but I think I don't think that they would understand it at all. Mm-hmm. And to me, it is it is weirdly like comfort food kind of stuff because it really just is that time capsule. Well, of the like you 80s. said, this is totally 
one I used to watch all the time on USA Up All yeah, Night yeah. growing up. It's, I have a soft spot for dumb movies like this. Yeah. Yep. It's hard not to. It's hard not to enjoy something this stupid that has this many boobs in it. So, you know, I will give it that. If you're looking for a movie that isn't very smart and has lots of boobs. It is a sexy movie. It's I mean, there. No doubt about it. Yep. And you even get to see Scotty's butt. Bonus. <laughs> it's true. Scotty's butt is in this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm i glad that I watched it again, and I'm glad that I only rented it instead of buying it, <laughs> is what I'll say. I had it in my collection. I don't feel like I ever really need to see Hard Bodies again. I have Hard Bodies 2 as well. Ooh. It's not, it's not good. Is Hard Bodies 2 from the 90s? Uh, I'm not sure the date. Is but... it like much later? Not much. Oh, no. okay. Because this was like 86, right? I think so, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> you know what? I don't think... If this was from 86, which I think it was, wasn't Return of the Living Dead 84? God, seriously? No. Maybe that can't I'm be that old. It can't be. Maybe. Maybe I just assumed that because 1984 was such a good year for movies. The Hard Bodies was 84. Oh, so it was a really God, good year. Wait, wait, wait. Holy older. fuck. So they were like, okay, what are we going to go see in the theater? Is it going to be Ghostbusters? Fucking... And Return of the Living Dead was the next year. Oh, wow. So Hard Bodies came first with your song. Holy shit. Oh, my God. So I guess Return of the Living Dead is some trash we'll never watch again. Hell, yeah. <laughs> never see that. Posers. Copycats. Boo. Fraud. Never. <laughs> <laughs> they were watching Hard Bodies, and they were like, Damn, we gotta bite this movie somehow. I mean, we gotta cash in on the success of Hard Bodies. Damn, we should do Return of the Living Dead. Or is it that is, a love letter movie? We already did too, so many, we've, too many. We've love done letters. too many movies that we absolutely yeah. love. We gotta do something kind of crappy next time. Oh, I got a bunch. I know you do. I but I don't <laughs> want to do. I, here's the problem: '90s movies. As much as I love them, some of those they there became a problem with script writing in the 90s for me where it's just like they they didn't care as much because they were crapping them out for direct to video mm -hmm. and so it, they're never anywhere near as complicated or like yep. they didn't try to include like rich plot elements even in crap movies where like 80s it felt like they were always trying to make a little bit more happen than like say your average full moon movie or even like your average wizard movie was a lot more plot heavy than yeah. your average full moon movie and your average trauma movie or, you know, whatever else. But yeah. Luckily, um, luckily in the two thousands, horror started revitalizing. Oh, no, <laughs> you know what I like? There's this movie and it's got like, it's like six hot teenagers, but like, it's like red tinted on the cover. I can't think of what it's, it's like so it's like a red background but they're all you just see their profiles. And it's like a movie from the 2000s. Which one is that? Oh shit. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's every movie from the 2000s. I think you're describing Demon Slayer. <laughs> I'm I'm describing disturbing behavior. Yep. I'm describing the faculty. The faculty. I'm describing Those are blue tinted. Come on. Actually, yeah, the faculty actually looks different than any of those. That's a great movie. I mean, the Faculty is one of my favorites of that era, but yep. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. That, that's my do-no-wrong two, two director. 2000s got dumped the, uh, the box art, too. That was when yep. just F-movie 
posters. Oh. We just need to get six people's faces and the killer up above them. That makes me so sad. Yeah. That, like, was that the fault of I Know What You Did Last Summer? I mean, that, it may have been. I'm not, I think Scream started it. I don't really? know if the Scream poster... Scream definitely had the, the people the faces. around the face. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel like... I feel like a lot of those were just the faces. Like, they wouldn't even have the killer. Oh, no, I've got, I've got a ton. Usually it's, like, the six faces on the bottom and the killers and then, on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, the, like, I, I swear legends. I've got, like, 20 movies that look just like that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm going to no. pull them all out. That's going to be my Instagram for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so many of those. Yeah. It's so terrible. It makes me so sad. Uh, but there are some great 2000s movies. Oh, there are. We I love totally them. totally do. Um, I have a shelf with hundreds of them. <laughs> Are there any that are as good as Hard Bodies? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there are. <laughs> I saw that Bikini Car Wash 2 was like mid-90s. It was like 96 or really? something that like old? that. It blew my mind that it was like I, I thought it those was were, that late. Oh, I thought those were 80s too. Like Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that doesn't even chart. I really wanted to do part one because it was written by George Buckflower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, wow, they are totally 90s, yeah. Totally 92 blew my and 93. Mind. Yeah, they're both 90s movies. Uh, another movie. George I- Buckflower, not exactly an innovator. No. Um, another movie, uh, I have another Buckflower movie. I think he even directed it, too. It wrote it, it's called Party Favors. And that's about a, um, he, he stars in it, too. And he, he buys a pizza delivery service that he staffs with strippers. So they, they strip and they deliver pizzas. It's awesome. I'm almost starting to think that he makes those movies for personal reasons. Is that possible? Maybe. <laughs> but it's nice of him to share because they're fun. That's true. I mean, that is a great concept. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make an 80s movie about boobs, I mean, a pizza delivery service that delivers yeah, strippers is pretty good. Uh, there you go. Um I feel like that was like half the early ages of internet porn was uh, pizza delivery. Yep. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to this very odd episode of the Funbox Thanks Monster Thanks for Podcast. partying on spring break with us. Woo! Spring break, everybody. Woo! <laughs> Woo! We're so sober. I know. <laughs> I just drank a liter of water. I have, I have my trusty bottle of raspberry lime seltzer water because I'm, uh, I'm pretty basic basic ass bitch and it's from fucking Hannaford yeah man that it's so is, much cheaper than the polar that is the basicest yeah <laughs> it's better than Shaw's water Shaw's, Shaw's seltzer water sucks <laughs> so glad they shut down Shaw's water as if it's somehow different than Hannaford water Hannaford water is way better than Shaw's water oh uh, you can really taste the difference uh gross anyway Thank you for listening to this nonsense. Why don't you uh, rate and review us for... <laughs> you still here? Uh, I'm still here. I, I don't know. I was talking to the viewers. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you're listening. But uh, follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast. Uh, go to CoCityComics.com and buy stuff oh, if I you want to. I should just name some more tapes that I want, because that worked out really good for me last time. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thank you once again, Garrett. Uh, we, for I got, I got a really good gift fairly early on in the... Well, actually, in the middle of us doing this at one point and i feel for sharing hey man i'm sorry <laughs> but it was a tommy Wiseau gift uh, I one of it. our one of our <laughs> listeners gave me a i i still need to uh probably lose 100 pounds to get into a medium-sized <laughs> jacket but uh i'm very excited to uh to eventually do that 
if I don't know, I'm in a coma for three years or something. I might be able to fit in that. And you'll shred those pounds when you start skating this summer, man. Oh, skating. Jesus Christ. I'm We're getting terrified. back into skating. Old I'm Man Skate Club. Absolutely. If only horrified. you could get a shirt that said something like Old Man Skate Club. Hey, yeah, join the Old Man Skate Club. And if you're around, you can watch me be hospitalized this summer when I finally go back to skating. I'll be auditioning new co-hosts. Yeah, I will be I will be <laughs> in traction. It's gonna be really terrible. But anyway. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week with oh. Hard Bodies 2. No, we're not. <laughs> no, 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 this is a one-off. I'm sorry. I hope you enjoyed it. We won't do this very often. It's mostly about horror movies, yeah. but uh, sometimes, uh, why not? All right. We'll talk to you next time. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>